Welcome to the Yellow Family Podcast with Tom and Michael. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael back for another Yellow Family, the show that you've been meaning to listen to for ages, but you just haven't gotten round to it yet. <laughs> That's right, Michael. That's the sort of excuse we get from um, our family, our friends, and uh, to all you family members listening in or tuning in tonight, thank you very much. To all those not tuning in or listening to the podcast, well, you can't hear what we're saying, but really poor form. Yeah, we're very grateful to all the new and regular listeners of the show. Remember, you can write us in a message on Facebook. You might read it out. As usual, we're joined in the studio by our special guest of the week, Mr. Hayden Bleachmore, radio person and all-round good guy. Michael, we'll go into this a bit later, but we did find out that we're not the only radio show that Hayden has talked to about The Simpsons, um, but we do feel a bit cheated on. Tom, that's correct. And Hayden, you've brought us this week's episode of the week, which is... Season 7, Episode 17, Homer, the Smith. Congratulations on that. That was a fantastic. Tom, what's this episode about? One sentence. Mr. Smithers goes on holidays and Homer takes over his job. Fantastic. And it's all happening over the next hour here. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Stay tuned, guys. The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael, joined by our special guest Hayden, who we will meet shortly. But Tom, look, I've made a massive mistake this week. I, I, a monumental what's mistake new? that's what's you, yeah. <laughs> for the future of the show depends on what's about to happen next because I have really screwed up. Is it about the minute of dead air we had before? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not about that. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. First of all, this is the Yellow Family where we talk about The Simpsons on your radio. Uh, the way radio works here at this radio station is it's split up into four broadcasting seasons. They're about ten to twelve weeks each. Good system. Good Great system. system for Works really well. Bit of change. Massive organisational error on my part, Tom. Have um, you done? Okay, so this whole season I've been counting on the fact that we have 12 episodes of a season. That's what you've been telling me? Yep. Yeah, and I was really sure that we did. Came into the radio station today. Turns out this is our last episode. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Um, oh God! So here's the deal. We uh, for, so this yeah. is the finale. This is pretty much our finale. Now look, I was counting on next week being the finale. I didn't. We had a ri- lot planned. I didn't. We yeah, had we had a lot plans. plans. I didn't write this as the finale. Um, we were gonna do. We had big plans. Now here's my proposal to you. We don't know if we're going to be on for a second season, right? We don't know how much more we get to do. Yeah. So I'm confused. I've got no idea. Okay. <laughs> ne- next week. We can either be off the air for good, or we might get a second season, which will start next yeah. week. We don't know if we've been renewed yet. Yeah. Our application is in. We're but... waiting to hear, right? My proposal is this. If we do get the second season, we come back next week, we completely ignore my blunder, and we treat next week, our season premiere, as our season finale. So we're just ignoring everything. Nothing. Nothing's changed? Nothing's changed. We just pretend that next week is our season finale. If we don't get renewed, nothing happens? Yeah. They're just listening to something... The listeners are just listening to something else next week? Yeah. If we do, it's all cool. It's We're just taking a big risk. Huge, on f- huge blunder on your half. So I've left you in charge of six things in the show. Yeah. Panelling. Yeah. Writing the show. Yeah. Technical aspects of the show. Yeah. What else have I left you production, in charge of? Production. Pan- uh, social, you say panelling. Social media. Yeah. You've stuffed up at least four. It's not good, <laughs> but, you know, this could potentially be our last episode, but otherwise next week our season premiere will be our season finale for season <laughs> one. Tom, you're feeling a bit flustered. I am, definitely. Yeah. After that bombshell was laid on me. Yeah. Um, also because we have, as mentioned before, Hayden... In Aiden, the how you studio going? with us. I'm good, guys. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for being here. It is great. You're you're a very funny man. We are feeling a bit cheated today. 
Tom? Yeah, I'm feeling betrayed and cheated because we didn't really know what we were talking about until it was far too late. Each week we get a loyal, passionate guest on the show. They share our knowledge of The Simpsons with us. Hayden, you are that guest. I usually book the guests in one to two weeks in advance, right, Tom? Yeah, you sometimes tell me about them. You're normally quite organised. You obviously, as we have found out, you do occasionally have a couple of blunders. Now, look, Hayden, I... You were recommended to me by a good friend of ours, Andrew Kelso. He Previously said, on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's been on the show. He said, you've got to get Hayden Bleachmore on the show. He does fantastic Simpsons <laughs> impersonations. Now, I asked you about your Simpsons impersonations, and you were like, no, I don't do Simpsons pers- impersonations. I do them, they're just not very good. Yeah, <laughs> and I called Andrew this week. He was in the studio, um, and I asked him about this, and this is what we found out. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, Michael. Hey, how are you? Good thanks, mate. What you up to? Uh, I'm just writing for um, Yellow Family tomorrow. What are you doing? Oh, I said just writing for a joke, yeah. Hey, I heard you uh, had uh, Hayden Beachmore coming on the show tonight. Yeah, um, he's... I actually had a question about that for you. Yeah. Because um, when you recommended him to me, you said that he did he did Simpsons impressions, but I asked him about it and he said he doesn't, like, he doesn't actually do them. So now I'm, like, in a tight spot the show because I wanted him to do it on the show. Mm. I, I'm sure he did them. He did them on Hamish and Andy, I think. He, he did them, them on Hamish and Andy. Please explain, <laughs> good sir, why you withheld this information to us and how this all occurred. Oh, man. It was like, it was what, two years ago probably. Uh, I was in year 12 and I was procrastinating doing homework as I often do and I was just binging Hamish and Andy podcasts. And this is the when they're doing the uh, the business brunch or something. Yeah, the, yep. They did like a one-hour show in the morning. Very good podcast. Not as good as ours, but still quite good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, <laughs> so I was just binging them and I was like, man, I've got to get on the show because in that show they just pretty much call people. That was the whole show. Um, and so I was like, how do I get on the show? All right, I'll just tell them that I'm a world-class Simpsons impersonator, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not. Yeah. Um, in fact, give us your Clancy Wiggum oh, that you look, did... I've uh, I've actually been contacted by Fox and they gave me a, a cease and desist letter. <laughs> 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 no, no, so I uh, emailed them uh, and they were like, three weeks later, I completely forgotten about it. I was in the study space. <laughs> they got a call from a private number, picked up. So it's like, oh, it's hey, it's Jack from Hamish and Andy. I'm like, no way, is <laughs> what? And so pretty much they were like, yeah, do some Simpsons personages for me. I'm like, okay. So I did them. They were awful. <laughs> and and if you do want to hear this segment, you can type in um, Hamish and Andy Simpsons on Google. Sorry to interrupt, yeah, Andy. Go um, on. Jack was like, ah, uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a text. I'll see how we go. So, so was he expecting outstanding impressions? I've got no idea what he's expecting. But pretty much they gave me <laughs> a text. Not what you gave him. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me a text like, hey, we'll give you a ring at three. We'll get you to do some impersonation. So <laughs> rang up. They had organised this whole like like sting for me. They were, like, they were plugging a, uh, a fake CD for sale. If you didn't have a TV, you could just listen to this CD of Simpsons impersonation yeah. and they'd like make me fill in the blanks. And I just did the worst possible Simpsons <laughs> impressions you could, you could potentially ever do. Yeah. There were characters such as Sanders a Little Helper. Yeah, and you're um, just like... Just, I, woof, I, think, woof. I think I had to do Patty and Selma at the same time or yeah. something. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it is very funny. And, like, the funny thing about it was when Andrew told me I was going to get a guy on the show who could do Simpsons impersonations, I was like, oh, what can we do with that? And then I remembered that segment on Hamish and Annie. I'm like, oh, maybe we can do something like that. We do get most of our ideas from Hamish and <laughs> And then it turned out it was actually <laughs> you. And, I, and I, I popped up to you on Facebook and I'm like, dude... 
are you the guy that was on Hamish and Andy doing <laughs> Simpsons impressions? You're like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, what? And what makes it worse? I mean, Hamish and Andy are well known as our main competition. Oh, absolutely. Similar listenership, yeah. listenership similar time slot. Yeah, not quite. But, uh, not quite <laughs> same time slot. But Hayden, um, it, as I said, it is really good to have you here. I, as usual at this point of the show, we do throw to our guests just to ask them um, the basic questions of like, What's your history with The Simpsons as a series? And then moving more specifically, why did you choose Homer the Smithers this week's episode of the week? Uh, so my Simpsons history, uh, a lot like other people's is... Other than Hamish and Andy, of course. I was uh, listening to Fox 8... Uh, sorry, watching Fox 8... Uh, in the weekends, like 9 till 12, they just have marathons of The Simpsons. And then in school holidays, it'd be that, but every single day. Yeah. So I would just wake up, binge Simpsons for the first three hours of every day on the school holidays. And then, of course, there was like the animation domination where there'd be like, like two episodes of The Simpsons and Futurama and Family Guy and just, all that sort of stuff. Just too much cartoons, right? Yeah. Much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I never actually have ever watched The Simpsons, like, not obviously not live, but as the way like, sort of, when they get released and they're on TV for the first time, I've never done that once. It's 100% reruns for me. And yeah. binging them, like, online and stuff. And I guess we're part of that generation that, well, yeah, you know, was 100%. 10 years after The Simpsons, but yeah. we were still loving it. Well, when I was watching The Simpsons, like, they were, weren't making any more good ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and why Homer the Smithers? It's a bit of an it's, odd choice. It's, a, it's really underrated, I think. Like, you watch the episode, you're like, oh, it was, it was good, I remember bits of it. I remember the part where like Smithers was fighting Homer or something, and you watch it, and every <laughs> single joke just lands perfectly, and there's never a, every single line is just perfect. Like yeah. there are so many hilarious moments because the, the premise of the episode is that. Uh, Smithers has to go on vacation because uh, Lenny harassed Mr. Burns. <laughs> uh, it's a classic moment where Lenny's giving him the thumbs up and going, um, so Smithers feels really bad about himself. And then Mr. Burns is like, look, you need to go on a vacation. And then so Smithers gets Homer to uh, get his, uh, replace him because Homer is an idiot and he'll look really good when he comes back. Uh, so there's a bit when they're doing the transition and they're like, Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, he's telling me how to do all the stuff, all mm. the fo- and then he, he calls Mr. Burns, and he's like, "Oh, is it, sorry, he's in a really important meeting right now." And it cuts to Mr. Burns; he's just like sitting and falling asleep in the Nodding afternoon off. rays of the sun. Yeah, oh. definitely. Just, every moment is fantastic, <laughs> and like lots of really good visual gags. Now, Tom. Hayden's just done a much better job that you've ever done at describing the plot of the episode. (laughs) Give us us some of your um, basic... I call them basic episode facts. You have rebranded them on this run sheet as fun facts. Yep, I've Um, taken that into myself. So give give, um, the the viewers some more context on this episode. So this episode, it first aired on February 25th, 1996. Oh, this is fun. It is. (laughs) Season 7 we're now in. We've been, been to season 7 a couple of times with a lot of episodes we've done. Yeah. This one was written by John Swartzelder, but the plot was first pitched by Mike Scully. Hmm. So when they first originally heard the pitch, they were surprised it just hadn't been done before because it was such a simple idea. Right. Simple concept that would be common in, like, season three. Yeah. Or one of the earlier seasons. Um, and within this season, it's one of the more straightforward episodes. Episodes in this season, like King Size Homer, where he just gains so much weight. Yeah. <laughs> um, scenes from the class struggle in Springfield and the Bear Tax episode, which right. is Right. So some more, episode. like, <laughs> slightly off-cusp episodes, because this is quite a grounded one, I guess. Yeah. And like in all Simpsons episodes, there's so many cultural references. They've got the little rascals in here. <laughs> um the Mac computer makes an appearance, mm-hmm. and there's a couple of Clockwork Orange kind of parodies. Towards the end, yeah. And Bobo also makes another appearance yeah. in this um, episode, which is Mr. Burns' bear from Rosebud. Yeah. Um, lots of really good stuff in this episode, which we will get to shortly. 
We're talking all things Homer the Smithers with our guest this week, Hayden Bleachmore. Thank you for coming again, Hayden. Yeah, no worries. Tom, as always, you've got another fun fact about the episode. I love off with fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> the writers, they love talking about just writing shows for Mr. Burns, mm. pretty much because they go crazy with what they call Burnsisms. Yeah. And there's so many examples of this, of Burns just being out of date. He uses this old-time slang. He answers the phone using a ho-hoy, which is the suggested telephonic greeting yeah. by Alexander Graham Pell, creator of the telephone. And the, and actually, funnily enough, the current preferred telephonic greeting on the Hamish <laughs> and Andy show. Yeah. I, I also love that, you know, we kind of... He calls his mother Mater, mm. by the way, which is an old-fashioned way of saying mother. And I, I love the way that... Um, a running gag in this series is Mr. Burns' age, right? Yeah. Constantly, it's just like... In a very early episode, he tells Homer that he's 81 years old, but a lot of the other episodes, he's 104 years old. Yeah. Um, and then you get his mother's first and, I believe, only appearance in this episode where she claims she's 122 years old and she had an affair with President Taft, who was the, <laughs> Taft, <you> old dog. <laughs> who was the president of the US from 1909 to 1913. Um, <laughs> for those wanting to do math... Go nuts. Yeah, We're not go nuts. Bother. Figure out that. that. <laughs> but um, I think you really see in this episode that with without Burns, uh, without Smithers, Burns is so out of touch with reality, and he doesn't really function as a human being. He's so dependent on Smithers in this episode. But well, yeah, just the starting scene of when Lenny comes up to his car. Yeah, Smithers is only gone for about a minute, <laughs> and he's just frightened of everything that Lenny is doing. But he's being charming just oh, I don't know usual Lenny charming he's in a questionable state right? <laughs> um, Hayden you brought up the point before the show because we do meet the guests before the show to, to do, have um, a chat to them very much like I can only imagine Olympic athletes <laughs> they'll go through maybe their run an hour before yeah. and then just leave it yeah pretty <laughs> much <laughs> but Hayden you brought up the point of like Mr Burns throughout the series being like an inconsistent character yeah, it's, it's hard to tell whether he's like really complex or just really inconsistent because like half the time he's just like he's pretty much an idiot like yeah. he's a, pretty much a, a child inside a 104 year old man's body um, yeah definitely he's like doesn't know how anything works he's confused by everything kind of scared by everything as well and then other episodes he's like this genius evil mastermind and he's planning everything and he's stealing candy from babies yeah, yeah and, and we did we talked about two cars in every garage and three eyes on every fish which is where he runs for governor which was mm. which you know he's at his most genius ruthless kind of behavior in that and of course who shot mr burns is another good example of that mr burns as a character is like like you said so either complex or just inconsistent <laughs> yeah. um it's hard to tell. It, yeah. i think as the series goes on you get a lot more of the the shtick being he's a frail old man who can't do anything but yeah. there's still those elements of him being like so ruthless as a person in this episode he's so ruthless towards homer until he eventually just snaps he just insults homer openly to him while he's on the phone to <laughs> yeah. mr smithers he's like i don't think i'm free to talk yeah and um he's going with the uh inconsistency thing i think it's probably just thinking about it now probably more inconsistency because you look at the whole other simpsons universe and it's very very inconsistent you know homer and marge met in the 70s and then homer invented grunge in the 90s yeah um, <laughs> and then met marge again yeah <laughs> there is a lot of that in the series you see another a very human side to homer in this one right like he's really trying he actually is trying very hard to do the job he he's gets just up at 4 30 before the little rascals yeah, to he, go and make him <laughs> breakfast yeah he, he's <laughs> waiting on on mr bird's hand and foot and like like, Mr. Burns is so, like, reckless towards him. And I don't know, like, 
Homer is really sad when Mr. Burns is talking about him in like right yeah. in front of Homer on the phone to Smithers. Like this Simpson fella seems to be getting dumber by the minute. I've never <laughs> seen anything quite like it. But then there's like, and then the bit when because uh, in the episode Homer punches Mr. Burns right in the face. Yeah, and then when he goes to apologize, it's like full on groveling, and it's quite like you can see his emotion, which doesn't really happen too he much. He knows he did something wrong. Yeah, um, but like he punched him man. in the face. Yeah. Like Homer is, so, he's so, like you see his incompetence again in this episode, and like I think it it's illustrated very very well. Well, when he has to at the end where he has to transfer the phone call to Mr. Burns he looks at the thing it clearly says transfer, transfer. or disconnect <laughs> he presses disconnect and you and you just realise Homer can't read yeah, and, and I think it's like you know it's never been stated Homer's that stupid that he can't read but he, he can't read yeah. evidently as this episode suggests there's the scene where he, he throws Homer uh, Mr. Burns off the polar bear with the that polar bear that scene with Smithers yeah. yeah which is a very good one do you guys have any thoughts on, on that scene just how that polar bear statue like they said it they say it on the Wikipedia article and they say it in the commentary that the polar bear statue has always been in Mr. Burns's office and they finally had a opportunity to use it yeah. they were just so happy no yeah, yeah it's a fantastic scene we've talked a lot about Mr. Burns on this episode because he is quite a big I guess re- secondary character outside mm. of the family but we haven't really had much of a chance to chat about Mr. Smithers who is quite a, a complex character and I think it is his position in this show is really poignant um, for a number of reasons and yeah. again here we're dealing with like the versatility of the characters in The Simpsons particularly the secondary characters and how you know as the series progresses they become these full-blown characters with their own identities. Mr. Smithers really starts out just this kind of yes man office guy who he's waits on He's just seen with Mr. Burns. He doesn't he's not really doing anything else. He's just yeah. with Mr. Burns. He occasionally talks to Mr. Burns. But yeah, as the seasons progress, he kind of changes. Yeah. They, which you, they do a lot in The Simpsons. Yeah. You get this kind of idea coming out that Mr. Smithers is a closet gay. And it's um it's just I really like this. Do you have any thoughts on Mr. Smithers as a character, Hayden? Uh I think I really like him a lot, but didn't he in the um in the newer seasons, like didn't he come out officially? Yeah, he did actually end up officially coming out in season twenty seven's episode, The Burns Cage, which was the the season that just aired before season twenty eight. Now, I think this is really an interesting topic because throughout particularly the early seasons and where we are now, season seven ish, it was sort of like the Smithers the question like is Smithers gay kind of became a recurring gag on the show and they never explicitly stated that he was gay. Yeah, it was pretty obvious that he was Yeah, Yeah. His time away from Mr. Burns, his holiday, (laughs) you can kind of pick up on certain Yeah, there's no they they never in the the beach, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no women around and like all that kind of thing and I think it's a very nice way of dealing with Smithers' homosexuality because it's never it's never really like an explicit thing that's a part of his character and they don't really deal... Like, you know, they, it, it never was this massive thing about him. Yeah, it was just him like an actual person. Which yeah. Obviously gay people are. Like, yeah, and I think I really yeah. like that. Like, for example, and you get these hints that drop. He's the biggest collector of Malibu Stacey dolls in Lisa vs. Malibu Stacey. And when he turns on the computer, it's like... Hello, Hello, Smithers. You're, You're quite, quite good, good at turning me on. And in Lisa the <laughs> Skeptic, that. Which, which is the Angel episode, he kisses Mr. Burns at the end. But then, you know, a lot of the writers have actually come out, because we do do a bit of research when we make this show, Tom, and said, you know, we don't know about Smithers' sexuality, but he just loves Mr. Burns. He's mm. he's Burns sexual. And if, yeah, like <laughs> if Mr. Burns was a woman, a woman yeah. would he still be attracted to him? Yeah, and yeah. it is really interesting. I love the places that Mr. Smithers goes when Burns fires him in this episode. What does he do? He starts moving pianos, a piano mover. And we get our first look at Dr. Hibbert in this episode. We haven't spoken about him before, but Mr. Smithers goes in and he's like, will I ever move a piano? 
Bruno again. Good, good, good gracious, no. <laughs> yeah, a really nice, like, Hibbert's quite a recurring character, but he has really, really good one-liners. And then he goes to Moe's, and his job at Moe's is to... The Barney Guarding job. Mm. You can take the Barney Guarding job, as many of us have in our lowest moments. <laughs> <laughs> what we get with Smithers as this series progresses is this trope that's actually, it's actually named after The Simpsons, and it's called Flanderization, where a recurring character in a sitcom, generally, starts off as a well-rounded character that has a few noticeable things about them. But as it progresses... that one noticeable thing, they become that character. Yeah, and it's named after Ned Flanders, and it's because, you know, Flanders starts off like, he is the Simpsons' neighbour, and he is religious, and he is a great guy. But he is he's not just that. But as the series got further along, he just became all those things exaggerated to the max. And as did Smithers. I liked how they actually kind of addressed the Smithers' homosexuality or the Simpsons' 138th uh, episode Spectacular. Which is the clip show. It's like where the listeners, live listeners, are writing into the Simpsons. And it's hosted by Troy McClure. And there's a question that's like, what's the deal with Waylon Smithers? Yeah, and and (laughs) Troy McClure just replies and he's just like, as you can see, the real deal with Waylon Smithers is that he's Mr. Burns' assistant. He's in his early 40s, is unmarried, and currently resides in Springfield. Thanks for asking. And it's just this complete, like, palming off, like, because the writers never wanted to address it, I think, at this point in the show. But yeah, as we said, there was an episode last season where he officially came out as gay as well. But I think I think Smithers is, like, a really interesting character to look at. Like, it was just a part of, of who he was, and it never really had to be this big thing about him. And I, I think that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, to be mentioned. Guys, we will be counting down our top three moments from the episode right after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Still joined in the studio by Hayden, we've made it 11 weeks without a walkout from any of our guests, Tom. Right on our behalf. It? Yeah, Look, very good. You like to each week link the music which is played in the show to yeah. a theme of the episode. Yeah. You've had some big stretches in the past trying I, to connect them. I think this week... Really struggling to pick this week's yeah. connection. Yeah. You're a bit I, all over the place. If I do say so myself, this is my worst stretch There've of been a theme. a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I think uh, you should have done covers because, like, Homer was covering Smithers. Yeah, now that's what a very good the... idea. Maybe Hayden should do the, the themes in future weeks because... Get <laughs> them for season two, guys. Yeah. The, the <laughs> theme this writer. week is... New songs, all of these songs are relatively new because Homer is the new Smithers. That's shocking. I know. That is, it's definitely, that's definitely my worst, worst. but yep. we can't ponder it because <laughs> <laughs> it's time to launch into a segment that is just very, very fun to do. And it's because we get to turn the mics off and just listen as listeners to the quotes from The Simpsons. And it's a segment that we like to call. And darling, I will be counting down. The top three moments from this week's episode. It's the top three moments from this week's episode. Laughs, as always, from our guests. That was fantastic. Thank you. We usually get very disturbed looks, as we say. But the top three moments is where we count down the top three moments from this week's episode. Very easy segment for us. Yeah. We don't go straight into the top three. Never do. We found it very difficult to limit the show to just top three. It is very hard to decide each week what will be the top three. But Hayden, do you have any... like? Do you want to place your bet on what the top one is without looking at the piece of paper in front of you? <laughs> oh, geez, there's a, there's a lot, a lot of good lines in there. There's a bit uh, when um, Mr. Burns is telling Homer to do all these sort of things. He's listing all these crazy jobs that are impossible, and Homer goes like, uh, "Can you please repeat the bit where you said the stuff about uh, the things?" Interesting. The things. <laughs> that is a very good one. We'll see if it makes it into the top three or honorable mentions. Shall we dive into the honorable mentions now? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. I failed you, and I'll never forgive myself. Never, 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 never. 
I dare say you're in need of a long vacation. No, don't make me take a vacation. Without you, I'll wither and die. It's a risk I'm willing to take. I think Smithers picked me because of my motivational skills. Everyone always says they have to work a lot harder when I'm around. Now, I realize caring for Mr. Burns seems like a big job, but actually it's just 2,800 small jobs. Oh, hello, Mrs. Burns. I'll see if your son is available. Mr. Burns has a mother? She must be 100 million years old. Uh, Homer Simpson, sir. One of your organ banks from Sector 7G. All the recent events of your life have revolved around him in some way. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? The Simpson fellow seems to be getting dumber by the minute. I've never seen anything quite like it. Anywho, you just enjoy your vacation. Now get cracking on my long division and don't forget to show your work, Simpson. I'll have it on your desk in the morning, sir. Bart, leave Simpson alone. Is there something wrong, homie? No. Except? Except I killed Mr. Perks. Oh, will I ever move a piano again? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious, no. Yeah, I need someone to help me with the midnight beer delivery. Uh, your job is to distract Barney until it's safely off the truck. Ahoy, hoy. No, you have the wrong number. This is 5246. I suspect you need more practice working your telephone machine. Imagine how you'd feel, Marge, if you got fired from the... those things that you do. Quick, Mom, whip up a cake before Dad fires you. Sorry about pulling the plug on you and all. Uh, who could have known you'd pull through and live for another five decades? Who oh, is my face red? And those are the honourable mentions from this week. Any favourites? that I know we did get the one you said there, Hayden. Any other favourites? Oh, geez, they're all pretty good. I killed Mr. Burns is a great one. <laughs> Mostly because <laughs> in, in the bit, his face is just perfect. Right. So yeah, his eyes, just, the front his door. eyes are just peeking over his arms. He's all folded up in the corner. It's and look, uh, you can pretty much follow the whole episode just from those quotes. Yeah. That's the main <laughs> idea. Well, that's how I make the, the honourable mentions. I really like the meta one where Smithers just outright says... All the events of your life have somewhat revolved around Homer Simpson. So yeah, there's that whole episode where he, Mr. Burns just doesn't remember yeah. Homer's name. And it happens and a lot in The Simpsons where they just... Characters that have had direct interactions with The Simpsons just in other episodes have don't remember Crusty, them at yeah. all. Crusty is the huge yeah, Crusty, yeah. Yeah. It. But guys, as always, it is not about the honourable mentions. We say this every week. It's about the top three, right, Tom? It is. Shall we dive into them now? We probably should. Yeah, we probably should. Let's do it. <laughs> Number three. Mr. Burns, this is your mother. No. Burns is 122 years old, so try to sound more desiccated. And she doesn't call her son Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She doesn't call her son Mr. Burns. Number two, guys? Yep. All right, let's do it. it. Number two. Here are your messages. You have 30 minutes to move your car. You have 10 minutes. Your car has been impounded. <laughs> your car has been crushed into a tube. Wait, you have 30 minutes to move your cube. Well, yeah, hello, Mr. Burns' office. Is it about my cube? You've stuffed up the weeks. You've stuffed up a lot. I've stuffed, I stuffed that up. I left the mics on while we played that. <laughs> I'm very sorry to all the listeners at home, but we are going to continue with the show on countdown number right. one. So let's do it. Number one. Perhaps if I search the employee evaluations for the word... Incompetent. 714 names. <laughs> Better be more specific. Lazy. Clumsy. Dim-witted. Monstrously ugly. Ah, oh, nuts to this. I'll just go get Homer Simpson. A very good number one <laughs> quote. And, okay, I did screw that up majorly because I left the mics on. I sincerely apologize. But, Tom, you continued talking over the quote so we couldn't disguise it as a mistake. Hayden, I'm so sorry for this unprofessionalism. <laughs> and the thing is, you, it was one of my favorite quotes that you... Oh, Tom! Absolutely it, <laughs> it was one, it was uh, when Burns is reading the... Uh, yeah, Homer's reading the... Move your cube. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. fantastic uh, guys, I, uh, I'm really embarrassed. We're going to go to a song, but please write us in your favorite moments from Homer. 
for the Smithers. <laughs> We're going to go to a song now, but we'll be back with the return of our one of our favourite segments, Wake Me Up When The Simpsons Ends. It's The Yellow Family <laughs> with Tom and Michael. <laughs> The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Still here for another 15 minutes. There haven't been a walkout from you after that huge technical blunder. Yeah. I was close, though. I was close to leaving. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I did. I completely understand. One of the main things about radio is you have to turn the mics off if you want to say something outside of the broadcast. I didn't do that. Tom, you We've have some news for us. slightly rebranding the show yeah. to now 50% shenanigans and 40% discussion. Mm. And we're doing a new 10% news into current affairs. Sure, Tom. So it's been done before, but FXX had doing a 600-episode marathon of every Simpsons episode this weekend, I believe, Yeah, uh, to finish up for the premiere of season 28 in America, which starts today. I think it's aired now, and I I think this is a really good idea because some people like to watch TV for three days at a time. It's the proper way to do it. Yeah, but guys, (laughs) this segment has been on a break for a while, and it's making its grand return tonight. It's a really well-liked segment, I think, on the show. We do. We like to take a break from segments. Yeah. We were doing things in between. We did a cover. Yeah, monorail. Um, Check it out at facebook.com slash the other family. (laughs) political discussion last week. That was two weeks ago, Tom. Two weeks ago. (laughs) It's all blurring in, but no, we're back. And it's a segment that we like to call... The Golden Age has come and passed. 27 seasons have gone so fast. Wake me up when the Simpsons end. It's Wake Me Up When The Simpsons Ends. Hayden's loving the sweepers. All sweepers oh done God. by us here in the Love studio. <laughs> Here's how the game works. <laughs> I give you two hypothetical Simpsons episodes, a name and a one-sentence description. They've all aired in the last ten years. One of them's real, one of them is fake. Your job is to guess which one is the fake... Oh, which one is the real episode which that went the real to episode? end. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the right answer, you will hear this sound. If you get the wrong answer, you will hear this sound. <laughs> Wrong answer, you idiot. Try again. As I always say, there are no stakes to this game, which is why I throw in the abuse here, because no one likes being abused. But guys, here is challenge number one. Which episode really happened? Was it A, The Margian Chronicles, where Marge and Lisa join a project that will see them fly to Mars on a spaceship? Or is it B, The Chronicles of Barnia, where Barney believes he has discovered a fantasy world in Moe's storeroom? Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. I know they are good. Once again, you do very good with the names. Thank you. <laughs> very convincing. I haven't seen any new ones for a very, Which does very make this long segment time. Very difficult. Uh, it's easy I... for me, but I write them so I know the answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I think I'd remember an episode where they go to Mars. See, I was thinking the other way around. I feel like I'd remember a Barney episode, but then again, I probably haven't seen them. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say the Margin Chronicles that they go to Mars on a spaceship because it's kind of topical and they kind of like topical we stuff. We're going with that for the real one? I'm saying that's real. Do you All guys right. actually think there's an episode of The Simpsons where they go to Mars? Do you actually think that? Are you no, locking think, it in? No, I don't think they're going to go to Mars. I think in this episode they plan to go to Mars and it all goes wrong. All right, supercomputer, right. is it right? That's right, it's correct, guys. You guys get a point. Yes. Here's challenge number two. Which episode really happened? Was it A, black-eyed, please, when Ned punches Homer in the face after Homer takes a liking to Ned's parents? Or is it B, Will I Ain't, where Will I Am guest stars as Will I Ain't, a hip-hop star that teaches Homer about being a celebrity? Um, well, just, they both sound like terrible, terrible episodes. <laughs> so, just because Will I Ain't is that much worse yeah, than that, that, Black Eyed Please? But that's kind of making me think that that's real, because I feel like they would just cash oh, in and try Surely they've and... got something better than that. I don't think they do, man. I, um, I like Will I Ain't. I think it's I like quite clever and definitely not... I think you be... think it's very smart and clever, because <laughs> you've come up with it. Although, maybe... I I feel like they would just have him as 
Will I Am rather than making him Will I Ain't. Mm, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, guys. Um, so, sometimes I actually forget which ones are the real ones, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I remember which ones are real. The, thing, the, the Black Eyed Please is about Ned punching Homer in the face, but what's it got to do with the Black Eyed Peas, Very which true. is what, it's a, what the, it's a pun about. So mm. I'm thinking that if you're writing the questions, your thing has a Black Eyed exactly. Peas feel, so you're going for the pun, but you haven't included it in the description. <laughs> so oh, I'm going to say that another technical blunder is the real one, and Black Eyed Please is the fake one. A very elaborate analysis from our special yeah. guest, Hayden. Let's see if it's paid off. Supercomputer, what's the answer? Wrong oh, answer, you idiot. Try again. Way too hard about it. Yeah, I think Tom was on the right track with how bad Will I Ain't was. <laughs> I don't know. I was really short on ideas this week. Do we get any lifelines in this game? Is there a 50-50 or a... It's already 50-50. The thing about 50-50 is if I gave you a 50-50, Tom, you'd have one answer. So no, there are no lifelines. Maybe in the future we will introduce lifelines. I don't know. But here's our final challenge, and it's it's one to you guys, one to me. But challenge number three, which episode really happened? Was it A, My Fair Lady, where Marge causes a stir with taxi drivers when she begins working for an Uber-like ride-sharing company? Or is it B, My Chair Lady, sick and tired of Homer doing nothing around the house, Marge insists that she sit at the head chair of the table, much to Homer's dismay? Oh, they're both pretty good. Thank I, you. I don't see how you can make a whole episode out of... Marge sitting at the head of the table, though. I feel like that's a struggle. Oh, that's true. But yeah, I don't know. Well, Uber's very... Because these are from recent seasons. Uber is very... Yeah, very topical. Now and with it. <laughs> are we a team here or are we competing against each other? You go, uh, Well, oh, wow. I've never thought... Like, I've always said you're a team, but if you guys want to lock in separate answers, I could... I mean, one of you can be right. Yeah, then... The, yeah, right, right. I'm going to... Well, the thing is, we could just guess the same answer and be in different teams. I'm going to go with my fair lady. See, I'm going to go my one. chair lady. So it's one of on you there. is right. One of you is wrong, so one of you is going to come out on top. We'll split up. So what sound effect are you going to play? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> both of them. All right. Okay, I can't really play a sound effect. Well, here we go. Tom, your answer is wrong. Answer, you idiot. Oh, Try no, again. Hayden, your answer Surely is. Yeah, that's right. Hayden, you've taken Take it, it home. home with my chair lady. I want to actually go <laughs> wait, and watch wait, that episode. Hayden, did you say my chair lady? Oh, God, wait, maybe. I think he's... I, okay, <laughs> the right answer, the one that is real, is my fair lady. He's got it. Oh, Tom, oh, okay, no! sorry. Change everything. Oh, what a twist. The perils of live radio, oh. Tom. You are actually the winner. Hayden has lost. I think we've got five technical blunders written <laughs> down. <laughs> and, uh, for you we, on this we episode. Do a, we do have a counter for every technical blunder on the show. We've added one. That's five billion... So so far, yeah. um, no, you would you would stuff up the counting of that as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we do get a second season for so much more, so many more technical blunders. We got to go to a song now. We'll be wrapping up the show shortly. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. We've had a really good show tonight. Lots of technical blunders on the show. Lots we love of, having technical blunders. It's, it's a trademark of our show that we have <laughs> the most technical blunders of any show on this radio station. Guys, I just we, we did we do get messages from some of our fans, the family members, as we call them, Tom. Oh, self-proclaimed name. Got one in here from family member Steph. She's actually tweeted us. You can message us on Facebook or Twitter, and it's always at the Yellow Family. Steph's, Steph's tweeted us in, My top three moments from this week's The Yellow Family... One minute of dead air, 
not realising this was the last show and forgetting to turn the mic off. Sorry, <laughs> all on of Michael's the, behalf. Yeah, three of the I better moments on the show, I think we can all agree. Uh, one of the best moments of the show, our special guest, Hayden Bleachmore. Thank you so much for Thanks being here, mate. It's been really, really fun. For anyone who wants to hear more of your work, I know you do a bunch of stuff here at Sin, but... Uh, um, it feels weird calling it work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, do too. Feel free to plug any of your stuff here yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, you can listen to me on The, the Weekly Muniz. Uh, it's pretty much just this show, except we talk about Frankie Muniz films. We, like, which and- we thought we were specific, but the yeah, weekly news yeah. is more yeah, specific. It's, it's, it's a, a lot less intelligent discussion. Instead of like going into the depth of characters and stuff, we just make fun of Frankie's big forehead. Um, <laughs> it needs to be done. <laughs> and talk about the hungry, like, the wolf scene from Big Fat <laughs> exactly. Liar. Uh, that's on Podbean, iTunes. we got like Facebook, Twitter, everything's The Weekly Muniz. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Tom, we are uncertain about next week's show. I'll this... do a tentative 411. Do a tentative 411 <laughs> because like this... Could potentially be our last episode, but like I don't know. We're quietly right. confident. Hopefully, yeah. next week in our totally legitimate uh, season finale. Yeah, this is not the season finale. <laughs> next week, our season premiere is our season finale. So, in disguise, we will hopefully be back. Yeah. If we are, we're joined by Do- Josh Taylor. If we are, he's agreed to it. It might not happen. <laughs> For our final episode of the season, we'll wink, be looking wink. at Who Shot Mr. Burns Part One. So, if you're a fan of mystery, uh, who done it's Mr. Burns again, um, or if not, a couple of different things, maybe a different. Show will be on. Tune in. Um, yeah, there's no really. guarantees from, our, from Might us. Might be my new show. I apply for a season as well. Oh, so. there you go. <laughs> Could be listening to somebody completely different talking no, about not the Simpsons. Guys, we really do hope we will be back next week. I, I think we might be. Thank you so much, Hayden. Did you have a good time on I the show? Had the best time, man. Great. As we always say, all the guests always do say that, which is good. <laughs> but really guys, handy. that's about all we have time for on the show tonight. Where's my outro music? Another technical one. <laughs> there it is. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the family for anything you may have missed videos posts all that kind of stuff the podcast will be up shortly and you can catch us on itunes by searching the yellow family or any good podcasting app or just google us as well because we're the first thing that comes up if you like our show please leave us a review on itunes um preferably five stars as we always say but four's pretty good we do take four three if you have some issues with the show but if you're giving (laughs) us a two or a one you are not a friend of the show um guys thank you so much for listening tonight and have a great night it's been the yellow family with tom and michael